just announced last week, we actually sold one of our products, which has caused our monthly revenue to fluctuate in the last couple of months. And so we're still trying to figure out exactly where we're going to be since we no longer have the revenue from that product coming in. But last month we did 311,000. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Pippin Williamson. He's a nature-loving farm boy that somehow found his way into computers, internet, and business. He runs a company called Sandhills Development. They build e-commerce and membership software for websites. Pippin, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. So I'm looking forward to this. I found you on Indie Hackers, where I think you stated the revenue. I mean, you were doing somewhere between two and three million bucks, right? Yep. What 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 do you think you'll do here in 2020 with COVID? Well, so I can tell you our plans have changed just a little bit. Uh, okay. We were originally estimating that we'd uh, break $4 million. Um, However, just announced last week, we actually sold one of our products, uh, which has caused our monthly revenue to fluctuate in the last couple of months. And so we're still trying to figure out exactly where we're going to be uh, since we no longer have the revenue from that product coming in. But last month, we did 311000 That's great. So tell us about that product. What product did you sell? Uh, we sold actually our membership platform, uh, so we'll have to adjust our tagline just a little bit. Uh, so it was called Restrict Content Pro, and it was a WordPress membership plugin uh, that basically allowed site owners to sell memberships. So annual, monthly, daily, any kind of membership, any type of content that you wanted to lock away behind a membership. Interesting. So that's obviously a hot space. People, a lot of people believe today that community is sort of the new moat for any piece of software. Membership sites are a key piece of community. How much of the 311 that you did last month, 311,000 in revenue was from the membership tool? Uh, uh, for last month, zero, uh, because the sale actually went through before last month. But at the time that we sold it, it was doing about 50 to 55,000 a month. Okay, got it. So a good chunk, but not a majority of, of your monthly revenue. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so why did you decide to sell? It's doing fifty-five thousand bucks a month. I assume it's high margin. Why sell? Uh, it was doing uh, very high hard margins. Uh, frankly, it wasn't something that we originally planned to sell, uh, but the opportunity arose, and we've always tried to approach business with a mentality that everything is, you know, has a possibility of being sold at some point. Um, and the right opportunity arose. And what we ultimately decided was that it allowed us to narrow our focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, we were running five different product brands, um, and there was a little bit of overlap between them, between the membership and e-commerce tools that we built. 
And so transferring one of them basically allowed us to narrow our focus and we kept our whole team. So we didn't transfer any of our team members with the product, uh, only the product. So we effectively were able to hire three new people uh, without actually hiring anybody because we took the people that were working on the product and have put them onto some of our other projects. The toughest part of any sale like that, obviously, is number one, finding a buyer that you think is going to treat your customers right. And then secondly, seeing if the buyer will essentially pay you what you want to let the tool go, right? So walk me through both of those. Uh, Let's start with the harder one first, which is how do you think about valuation? Um, Valuation-wise, we... I mean, frankly, we had to look at it from a, the price had to be right for us uh, because it's like we mentioned earlier, it was a profitable product already. Uh, It is something that we had been running for a long time. We had been uh, running it for about eight years. Uh, We were very comfortable with it. We had a lot of long-term plans for it. And so if we're going to do it, the price had to be right. Um, So we basically came up with a valuation based off of annual revenue um, and estimated profits for the next few years uh, and basically told our buyer, this is what we need. And if we can meet there, uh, then we can make a deal. Where was your head at? I assume what you're about to tell me wasn't the actual price because there's probably some negotiation. But when you first sort of went into this, what was the sort of revenue multiple you guys were hoping for? Uh, We wanted somewhere in the two to three X annuals. And, And why did you come up with that? Like when you were sitting down with your team, what was that? Why was two to three X the number? Uh, number one, it was a number that I felt that I could reasonably get. Um, I thought it seemed fair from a buyer's perspective. You know, we can, we can say that we would love to have 10 X annual, but <laughs> you know, it's probably never going to happen. Yeah. Not, not, not in any kind of reasonable negotiation. So we really wanted to try to find a balance between what do we need to justify this and what is somebody reasonably going to pay because they're going to try to regain their investment. Um, and in this case, we didn't sell it to a private equity firm or somebody that is more, not just able, but maybe operates off of a business model of, uh, larger gambles. Uh, we sold it to another team within the WordPress ecosystem. Uh, and so we had to make it make sense for them too. Mm -hmm. So, so did you sort of end up in that two to three X range? We did. I can't say exactly where we got due to our contract. Um, but it was, uh, definitely in the range of what we wanted. Fair enough. And you know, there are a limited number of buyers in this space. I mean, was it public? Is the buyer going to, is it, have they made an announcement? Hey, we just bought this tool yet. Yep. It is public. It all went live on September 1st. Uh, and so if anybody wants to check it out, you can go to sandhillsdev.com. Uh, we wrote a blog post there. Uh, and the buyer was iThemes, iThemes.com, which is a, one of the brands under the liquid web family. Oh, very cool. Very, very cool. Okay. So that's done. Congratulations on that. You now have a little more cash to play with. So what do you do? You know, personally as an entrepreneur, that's a nice moment. Now you still have a business doing, it sounds like 250,000 ish per month without the 55,000 tool, right? Or is that 311? Okay. Uh, no, we did 311 without that membership. Without it. So you still have a tool that's doing 3.6 million a year in revenue. Now, is that 3.6 million in revenue? Is that more like consulting or is that a true SaaS product on the e-commerce side? So it's a combination of SaaS products and self-hosted products. So we run, we still run four separate um, product brands. Uh, and so that 311 is a combination of all four of those um, with the largest being uh, about 130 to 150,000 and the smallest being one to 2000 a month. Um, what's the largest so one? All of all, Can you name it? Like what's the website for? Uh, yep. Affiliatewp.com. And what does it do? The largest product. It is an affiliate marketing tool. So any, it's a, 
for membership or store owners, uh, anybody that's basically running an online e-commerce business of some kind, if they want to run their own uh, affiliate program and they want to own all of their data and maintain the tool themselves, mm -hmm. uh, we basically build a software product to let that to do that. Um, and I think so, people are going to love your story listening to this. They just heard you, you did a deal at two to three X. If someone's listening right now in that space and goes, Oh, wait a second, that's doing 1.2. Well, no, it's doing what? 1.5 million in ARR. Mm -hmm. I would pay, I'd pay three X right now to buy that. Would you sell that too? Uh, you know, so I, I said earlier that we try to approach everything with the possibility that it may one day be sold. Um, at this point, we have no plans to sell it. Uh, it is something that we're having a lot of fun with, and it is our biggest money maker for sure. Now, that also means that you know it could negotiate the highest price. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we can. I can't say what the future holds for us at this point. We are building for the long term, and we are aiming for longevity. Yep. Which well, is one of the reasons why we sold our other product. Well, yes. Yeah, so, so you get um, again. You can't say the exact number, but two to three x fifty five thousand dollars a month in terms of AR. It sounds like something you know, it'd be something between one and two million bucks coming into the company. How do you decide where to invest in that for the long term? Like, what does that actually mean? Sure. So the first thing that we're uh, wanting to do after the sale is make sure that we still have profitability. So we operate on a model that we will always aim for profitability because that's the only thing that we can ensure that keeps the business alive. We are hundred percent bootstrapped self-funded business. We have no outside investment and we're all privately owned. Um, and so at that, uh, we typically aim for about the 20% profit margin. And when we sold off restricted content pro, that was basically the loss of that revenue was majority of our profit margin. So what we want to do at that point is operate for the next couple of months carefully, um, but also very strategically to make sure that we can still maintain a monthly profit margin. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, with enough cash in the bank, obviously we can take on losses for a few months, no problem. Uh, we can actually take it on for quite a few months, but we still want to reattain our month to month profit margin. So the first strategy is just, just pay attention, see where we are. Um, we, we don't have our numbers from uh, August yet, but we think we've already achieved that profitability margin again. Uh, and so then basically we get to decide if we want to make some strategic investments uh, for long-term growth, whether that is hiring or acquisition. Uh, we can choose to just sit on it and, you know, not really do anything, just have a nice cash cushion in the bank uh, or a combination of both. Mm -hmm. So on the $311,000 you did last month, what was profit margin on that? Was it totally wiped out? So you break even? Last month we incurred a loss, uh, but that's because we made some uh, significant investments that you know are ab abnormal expenses, if you will. Uh, this month I'm expecting we'll show a profit. Or, Got it. Uh, the month of August. Got it. And you you think you go back up to twenty percent? I mean, obviously you're going to show a loss if you spent a bunch of the one to two million in investments, right? Last month, but when the business normalizes, you think you'll be back at you know cranking ten, twenty, forty grand at the bottom line. I I think we'll see ten to twenty percent profit margin by the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. Very cool. And so let's keep going down the list. Cause you said you, had, you said you had four products. Your big one is affiliate tool doing $115,000 a month. What's under that? Uh, easy digital downloads, which is a e-commerce platform for selling digital products. And it does about 70,000. Interesting. Okay. And what's under that? Uh, WP simple pay, which is a simple e-commerce tool, basically allow, uh, simple payments through stripe.com, uh, for website or business owners. Uh, and it does about, uh, 40 to 45,000. Okay. And that's the last one, right? Uh, nope. There's two others. Okay. Uh, so there's uh, sugar calendar, which is a small event uh, 
event management tool, um, you know, for any kind of business that manages events, uh, whether it's just building an event calendar or you want to do event ticketing. Um, that's our newest product and it's still working on getting off the ground and it's about a thousand. Uh, and then we have another tool that is actually part of our other brands, which is uh, our payouts service. And this is our most uh, SaaS product, if you will. Everything else is more self-hosted. It's not exactly a uh, software as a service, but more of a software product that we provide to you for your own systems. But we have a what's called the payout service, uh, which primarily at this point integrates with our affiliate marketing tool, Affiliate WP, that basically handles the payment processing for paying your affiliates. Mm -hmm. uh, and that one uh, is fluctuating a lot, uh, but uh, last month it did about seventy-eight thousand. Okay, and what's gross. what's the it did seventy-eight thousand on gross on on how much transaction volume? In terms of how many transactions? How I assume you take a percent of the payments that go through. So your service. yeah, so basically seventy-eight thousand was the amount that we processed for other businesses, and we take a three percent cut. Okay, got it. Yeah, so so at three percent after all fees. Yeah, so it's not seventy eight. It's it's seventy eight top line, but gross Correct. gross revenue would actually be about twenty three hundred dollars, three percent of seventy eight grand. Yes, interesting. Yeah, so that one potentially obviously scales really nicely as you grow mm -hmm. volume, right? Um, right, because that one, you know, with a traditional uh, product or SaaS business, every customer you add on is about the same dollar. You know, if you have a fifty fifty dollar month plan, every customer adds fifty dollars a month. Uh, with a payout service like this, it all depends on what the business is doing that you That's bring right. on. So we could have one customer that does $50 a month in processing. We could have another one that does 50000 a month in processing. Yeah. And so, you know, we could add five customers, that, but that could potentially be the difference of 150000 Yep. That's interesting. Okay. Can, and can you break these down for me real quick in terms of customer counts? So how many customers on affiliatewp.com? Uh, I'm going to have to give you ranges because I don't have That's the numbers fine. in front of me. Uh, affiliate WP is around the, uh, I think 10 to 15,000 active customers at this point. Oh, wow. Okay. So that is, if that's doing $130,000 per month, each, each person's paying what, like 10 bucks a month? No, we have it priced out. Uh, so our starting plan today is 149, uh, but they used to be down, uh, to 49 a month was the lowest price. Uh, we've changed prices three times in the last, uh, six, seven years. Uh, and so we have a lot of customers that use that are still grandfathered in. Uh, we used to also do annual renewal discounts. Uh, the earliest renewal discounts were 40%, then we dropped it to 30%, then we dropped it to 20%, and now we don't have renewal discounts. But anybody who purchased before those were removed are grandfathered in. So our annual uh, customer value is between, I think the lowest right now is 34 up to... Um, Two hundred, uh, two hundred ninety nine per okay. year. Okay, got it. Um, but if we take the cheapest you just said, right, which was mm -hmm. I think you sorry you said thirty nine, thirty four dollars and thirty cents. Yep. Per year. Yes. Yeah. So divide that by twelve, and that gets you your monthly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh those are those are that's an annual value you just gave me. Got yeah. It. So everything we don't do any monthly values. We do everything in annual. Got it. So, but so, okay, still even multiplying that. Um, I guess the better question is of the 10 to 30, cause you've done so many pricing experiments, which is fine of the 10 to 13,000 customers you have, how many of them are still paying? Well, I guess you said you don't have any monthly. Um, they're all annual, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do any monthly billing. Got it. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. And then, um, what about easy digital downloads? Uh, that one off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. 
Um, I could pull it up if you would like real quick, though. Um, it's a, it's, it's, is it, so a, it's, it's a one-time running, cost? Well, so if, uh, Easy Digital Downloads is a freemium product. So we have a free base product, and then we have a lot of premium upgrades. And so one customer might have five different uh, premium upgrades. One customer might, might have one. One customer or one user might have zero. Uh, to date, affiliate, uh, sorry, Easy Digital Downloads is installed on somewhere between 50 and 75,000 websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then each one of those users may or may not be a customer. Uh, 50 to 75,000 websites. It's great. And then what, do we, what about WT, WP Simple Pay? Uh, WP Simple Pay is in the range of three to five. Hold on. I'll just tell you this one. If I can pull it <laughs> real quick. Numbers don't stick in my head super well. Yeah, no worries. So WP Simple Pay is one of is our small. It's not the smallest, but is the the second smallest after Restricted Content Pro, which we got rid of. Um, and it currently has uh, forty three hundred active customers. Okay, so what they pay about ten bucks a month on average. Um, so just like our other ones, it's all annual billing. Um, our lowest price point at this, at right now is, uh, 49, no, uh, 99. Um, and just like our other products, we've gone through a series of price changes. It's also a product that we acquired, um, just about a year and a half ago. And the previous owner had also done a lot of different price changes and experiments. And so like affiliate OP, we have customers all over the board in terms of their, their uh, uh their calculated monthly value. Yeah, well, it's doing five hundred forty thousand dollars annually at a forty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars a month, you know, a target right now, which means on average customers paying one hundred twenty five bucks a year. Yeah, yeah. Our tell pr- me about tell me about price. You, you bought you bought the company. How'd you uh-huh. find it? How'd you find it? And, and how'd you go through the process of hey, we should buy this? Sure. So uh, it was originally started and owned by a guy named Phil Dirksen, um, and he's a guy that I've known for a long time. Um, I've been in the WordPress world uh, and building software products for the WordPress platform for about 10 to 12 years. And Phil Dirksen was a guy that I got to know pretty early on just by going to conferences and, uh, and meeting each other there. Uh, and about two years ago, uh, it's funny, we actually had a, we had a podcast and we were doing a conversation about acquisitions and selling your product or buying other products. And literally right after that podcast episode was recorded, uh, he sent me an email and said, hey, do you want to work together? I'd be interested in merging WP Simple Pay with Sandhills Development. So we started the conversation, took about six months of back and forth. Uh, and eventually we basically came to an agreement where he bought into the company uh, and his, basically his selling, uh, the price for WP Simple Pay was equity. So we gave him equity in the company and he gave us WP Simple Pay. Interesting. And how much revenue is WP Simple Pay doing when you, when you did this deal? Uh, it was doing about twenty-two to 24000 Oh, wow. So you've doubled that year over year almost. That's incredible. Um, okay, so you come up with a price point. Was it similar to your two to three X you mentioned earlier? Yes, it was. Okay, interesting. So twenty four k a month, obviously times twelve is what three hundred thousand per year at a high end two X. You're basically saying there's about a half million dollars worth of stock that instead of you guys yep. paying Phil, you just basically can, you agreed on a valuation of Sandhill and you gave him that stock. That's correct. How do you structure that for someone else? I want to copy that strategy. Do you give them the stock all up front, or do you put them on a you know one year cliff, four year vesting schedule sort of deal? So, uh, that one, uh, at for Sandals development, we do have a vesting period for all owners. There are, there's five of us partners. Um, but with his, we actually considered his fully vested, uh, because basically his value was the five to eight years of WP simple pay that he had run beforehand. And so we basically said, 
we have all of your history on this product. We're going to consider you fully vested when you come in. Yep. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Talk to me about your team today. How many folks on the team? 26. And how many engineers? Uh, roughly 15. 15. And where's everybody based? Uh, so the majority of us are all in the United States, but we do also have uh, Nigeria, United Kingdom, and New Zealand. Let me pick one. Explain Nigeria. Sure. So one of our software developers there, uh, he primarily works on our affiliate MP product and payout service. Um, uh, he's based there in uh, Lagos. And we've, we've always operated as a fully distributed company. Uh, we're fully remote. Uh, and so we really don't care where you are, uh, you know, where you live or where you're traveling, um, because everything's been remote from day one. That's great. Talk to me about churn, critical in a SaaS company. Let's just focus on one of your products to make it easier, right? So let's just, or which, is there one you want to talk about churn? Uh, so I, I roughly uh, average these before we hopped on and we do about okay. four to 5%. Okay. Got was it fairly average. consistent across each company or was one really high, one really low? Uh, they were all between four to five. Well, oh, no, wow. one of them was a little bit higher. Uh, sugar, sugar calendar was about 7%, mm-hmm. uh, which is our smallest product, but it's so much smaller than the others that I kind of ignored it from the mix. So four to five percent monthly revenue churn is about forty-eight percent in on an annual basis. Is that accurate? Um, I'm not good with churn off the top of my head. Sorry, I guess the real question is that four percent number you just gave me. That's monthly churn, correct? Yes, according to Stripe, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. So then we can just multiply by twelve to get to that forty-eight percent number. Sure. Do Do you guys have a sort of a clear path to expanding a customer in other words upselling them from one product line to another or upgrading them on the feature set or things like that uh yes and no uh it depends on what the customer is so there are some of our customers where up upselling them to our other products makes perfect sense so for example if you are a wp simple pay or an easy digital downloads or prior to the sale a restricted content pro customer all of these are customers where you are running a business of some kind you are taking money in and it probably, at least for many of them, makes sense for you to have an affiliate program. And so we'll upsell you to Affiliate WP. If, however, you are an Affiliate WP customer and you are already running your store on, say, something like WooCommerce, upgrading you to Easy Digital Downloads doesn't make any sense because you already have the payment processing side of your business taken care of. Um, and then, so if we're going from any of our products besides the affiliate program, we'll upsell to Affiliate WP. If they are an Affiliate WP customer, then we upsell them to the payout service. How are you getting new customers for Affiliate WP? And how many did you have last month? Um, we basically are a word of mouth and referral marketing. So we have quite a few, uh, sorry, not referral marketing, affiliate marketing. We have basically a pretty large list of affiliates that go out and promote us on their own blogs, um, especially in the, inside of the WordPress world um, and the WooCommerce space. Um, we do some of our own uh, content marketing as well. But I would say the vast majority of it is either word of mouth or referral marketing. Okay, word of mouth or referral. So what's a good question to understand your affiliate program? So maybe this is the right question. Uh, last month, how many affiliates got paid at at least $1? Of our own affiliate, like affiliates promoting our products or yes. using our payout service? Using your product, uh, like they're selling people into your products. Sure. Uh, one second and I can sure. probably tell you. So our we don't so our affiliate program, I'll be honest, is a little bit small. Mm-hmm. But basically I would say we have on any given month fifteen to twenty people that earn at least a dollar. Okay. Yeah. But then we'll have about three to four that are doing the somewhere between five hundred and three thousand dollars. Okay, got it. Four to five earn five hundred to three thousand. 
Is that what you said? 3000? Yes. Yeah. Well, and this would be specifically for our affiliate MP product. Yep. Yep. And, and so the one or two earning 3000 a month, that is what 30% of the, of the customers they help you sign. Uh, um, what's the pay? What pay? What do you pay out? Oh, we pay them 20%. 20%. Okay. Got it. So if you're paying someone three K in terms of affiliate commissions a month, that means we can multiply by five, right? So they, they've helped you get 15,000 in MRR. Yep. That's interesting. Really interesting. Okay. So that's your main go to market is the, are the affiliate. How do you find new affiliates? Uh, that's something that we've really never done up until now. Uh, okay. we're right now we're actually working on, a uh, on affiliate strategies specifically to do that. Uh, in the past, we have simply relied on our position inside of the community. So in the WordPress world, uh, there's a pretty strong community of bloggers and other people that do a lot of just affiliate marketing as that's their standard business. Um, and we've always been, um, I guess pretty well connected to all of them. Uh, I used to do a ton of speaking at conferences and meeting a lot of these people. And so I know most of them face to face. Um, and so when we were originally building out new products, uh, that group of people were always interested in, uh, getting on and promoting our products. And so we still have that strong base of original affiliates and they're really the only ones that we, we really use, but we're looking at expanding into actually doing some, some more intentional outreach. All right, Pippin, good stuff. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite Berlin. business book? Uh, Small Giants by Bo Berlinham. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Jason Fried, Basecamp. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company besides one of your own? Uh, I'd have to say Stripe. I can't, I can't run my business without Stripe. I thought that you're updating, your, you're refreshing your Stripe <laughs> dashboard as we chat, which is great. Um, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I strive for eight. Okay, and situation, married, single kids? Uh, married three kids. Oh, wow. Busy guy. How old are you? I am 31. 31. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh, that it's okay to slow down and not work 18 hours a day. So mm -hmm. I, tonight, today I sleep eight hours a day and I work, uh, eight hours a day or, or less sometimes, but I used to, you know, I would, I would do the grind. I would get up super early and I would work super late or I'd do all nighters and it led to a lot of burnout. And frankly, I think I could have avoided all of that and had, you know, an extra year of productivity if I just accepted and, and realized early on that, you know, it's okay to work an eight hour day. That's fine. I, what a story. Sand Hills Dev, a couple months ago, they were doing $360,000, $370,000 a month in revenue. Then they sold off one of their products, Restrict Content Pro, which was doing $55,000 per month. They sold it at a two to three X multiple are now using that cash to reinvest in their other four critical brands. The biggest one being affiliatewp.com with 10 to 13,000 paying customers all on annual plans. They're doing $130,000 a month on that product. Easy digital downloads, another 70K per month. Add it all up. They're doing about $311,000 a month in revenue right now with profitability targets in the 20% range from with a very nimble, quick team, 26 folks on the team, 15 engineers, their main go-to-market strategy is in a 20% affiliate payout. So affiliates promote their products. That's how they grow. Pippin, thanks for taking us to the top. Absolutely. Thank you, Nathan.